This episode of First Encounter contains spoilers for the video game Final Fantasy VII. If you have not played this game, first off, what are you doing? Don't be like me. And second, go play it instead of listening to us. We'd also like to take a second just to remind you that we are in no way, shape, or form affiliated with or sponsored by Square. Just a couple of guys trying to have fun with a cool video game. Alright, Bubby. <laughs> no! It's time to leave Midgar. It's time to leave Midgar! It's happening! <laughs> this is for you. Just forever. Hey! I quit. Uh, I have a very serious question for you before we get started today, Chris. Mm. Would you like to join my Young Bubbies Club? Am I not... Am I not a member? I think you're the founding member of my Young Bubbies Club. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hello! Can you open it? Can I open what? Open... Fuck. <laughs> Anticipation's killing me. Hey! Hey, welcome back to the First Encounter podcast. I'm joined um, by myself, Chris, and my co-host, Hanny. He's across from me. I'm across from him. If you go to my right, he eventually comes around. <laughs> Jesus, left. <laughs> you have to go around the entirety of the earth to do that. And uh, today we're talking about the hit spinoff to the uh, hot new game, Kingdom Hearts, Final Fantasy VII. Wow. <laughs> welcome welcome back. Welcome. How's it going? It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but, I was really looking forward to escape from the heaviness of the world right now, and uh, oh boy, did I not get that. So this is going to be our third jump into Wall Market. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I actually just spurted my fucking beer all over myself. <laughs> Fuck. All right, dear listeners, it's just you and me now, or he cleans himself up. I only have a sweater to mop up the rest of the room. <laughs> how fucking much beer I stole myself. How you doing out there, everyone? Speaking of beer, Chris, what's that you got there? I got a bonus stage IPA by Otter Creek Brewing Company. Very good. Um, very hoppy. Sweet. I like Very delicious. <sighs> I was looking into this one uh, primarily for this podcast because... Uh, the first time I saw it, I had to pick it up because it has a, like, old-style video game uh, can design. It has, like, um, is that Space Invader that it's kind of mimicking there? Looks like. Um, where instead of, like, the aliens, it's uh, hops plants, yeah. like 16-bit hop, hops plants. But uh, other than Chris being a fuck, it's a very delicious beer. Yeah. Classic yeah. Chris. Hey! Hey! Wow, so much happened today. Yeah. Let's, let's get right into it, because after eight minutes of not getting right into it... <laughs> They won't know that. <laughs> they might. Um, I feel like we've reached the point of the game where you are truly starting to be pulled in and enjoying it as much as I always have. Yes. I think I get it now. Like, I get it. Yeah, this is your turning point. You understand. I think the second half of what we played through today is really what sold it on me. So let's start with the four, first half so we can get mm-hmm. through that shit. So we started the game off um, leaving Midgar for the first time. Yeah. So the world map. Uh, we saved the game on the world map last time, uh, right outside of Midgar, um, right after Red 13 and Barrett headed off to Calm, and uh, we intended, we being Cloud, Tifa, and Aerith, to meet them there. I'm so excited. Uh, we're not in Midgar anymore. No. What's up with that? World map. <laughs> What's up with that? <laughs> it's the world map! You can see the world map! You have a map now! So there's, this is uh, Midgar, just yeah, that little white dot. dot next to my blinking red the, you're the red dot. Yeah, and yeah. then that's Midgar. Yeah. Huh. Which means all of those white dots are... Or other areas. Yeah. Is there random encounters on the world map? 
Oh, god damn it. Oh, yeah. I hate it. Oh, do you know what's nice about the world map is I don't have to hold down run. Just get to run. Oh. This is a really God, son of a fuck. <sighs> Chris, Ugh. welcome to this. Ah, uh, man. The party you started with was not the one I predicted you would leave with. Really? Yeah. Who do you think I was going to have? I thought you were going to keep Fred 13. I'll be honest. I kind of wish I had. I also miss Barrett. I, yeah, that was my follow-up. I'm surprised you ditched Barrett. Oh, I love Barrett so much. Who's your favorite character right now? Ooh, shit. That's a really hard question. Um, that's what I'm here for. Honestly, I really like Aerith right now. Yeah? Yeah. I just, she has so much mystique about her. Like, I just need to know more. But still not as a romantic interest for Cloud. <sighs> I just really like Tifa romantically, but that might just be me projecting my own romantic interest in Tifa on Cloud. This is the first time I got to explore the world map and actually see um, how fucking much more of a world there is than um, just Midgar. Um, the map is very large, and there is a lot of... Um, blips on it that I, I think are all explorable areas um more than just midgar which is very cool i knew uh kind of that we'd be leaving midgar at some point but i didn't realize this like the the gravity of how large the uh this this earth is that we're uh, gonna be exploring so that was really cool to see um we didn't spend a ton of time exploring though we uh i wanted to get right into things so we headed northeast to the town of calm where we were meeting up with uh the rest of our party so this is calm I wonder if everyone's there already. Let's hurry over to the inn. Let's go, Cloud. Yeah. Just walk away. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> when you walk into the town, um, Aerith and Tifa kind of unparty from you, and they're like, come on, everyone's already in the inn. Let's go meet them. Um, and they run into the inn and leave Cloud to his own devices. And in a more characteristically mm -hmm. handy move, I decided to explore the entirety of the town before going into the yep. inn. Met a lot of nice folk. What's this guy doing? Did you say that you came from Midgar? I used to live there too, but I heard they got lots of troubles lately. Yup. What? What? Wow, wow. The, the dog just ran out of like a closed door. What the fuck is happening here? Did you say that you came from Midgar? I used to live there too, but I heard they got all sorts of troubles of late. Damn it, old man. <laughs> just following you around his house, screaming that at you. There really wasn't a ton going on in this town in terms of, um, like, things to do or, like, stuff to find. So we, we did uh, explore all the houses and talk to all the people. What the fuck? I'm in the Honey VN! Leave, leave! Give me something hard. Just trying to talk to this guy. My old man was a miner, but he couldn't go to work after monsters started appearing in the mithril mines. Now all he does is sit around getting drunk in the bar! And we're back. <laughs> You know how we were leaving uh, the depression of Midgar behind? Depression is a way of following you. Yeah. It seems there was this group called Avalanche running around, but I guess Soldier finally wiped them out. Okay. I heard terrorists bombed a Midgar reactor. There have been a lot of dangerous accidents recently. I hate it. Just hate it. I think the thing that sticks out to me most is how much people love Shinra. Um, it's actually pretty split, though. Like, there's some, like... People who are like, yeah, Shinra's everything. Like, we wouldn't be anything without Shinra. And there's some people who are like, well, Shinra kind of sucks and they control everything, but without them, we wouldn't have power. So I guess we all just have to lie down and take it. Shinra is trying to eliminate anyone who stands up to them. It don't matter if we like it or not. Shinra's taken over and we got to live with it. Jesus. Okay. Dude, you rock the vote. Go out and vote. Who are you? What do you got? Thanks to Mako Energy, life's pretty darn convenient. Thanks to Shinra. 
Don't you think? You're full of it. Hmm, but I'd hate to think of what life would be like without Mako energy. A little, a little one. A tot. Mako's energy's made things a lot more convenient, but a lot of plants and animals have been disappearing at a rapid pace. Oh, wow. This is upsettingly relevant. I think the old life was better. Don't you think so? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm sure I'm right. You think so, don't you? Yeah, I really do. There's gonna be a rift between this kid and his mama at some point. And it's literally all my fault. Oh, is that his chest? Get out of the way, kid. Let me get in, get, let me, let me get in your mom's chest. <laughs> not allowed to say that. <laughs> no? Why not? I don't think there's actually... I don't think I can no, open that's it. that's not a chest. Oh, God, gosh darned it. I like the succulents, though. A little suck. <laughs> <laughs> and I we're back. And we're back. I think that would be my, uh, my rap name. <laughs> Lil suck. It was uh, it was just kind of interesting to see you know the the intended politics of uh, like you know this game uh, twenty three years ago is still very relevant if not more relevant now uh, worldwide uh, particularly the environmentalism aspect of it so uh, a lot of the people you talk to are like well mining Mako is is kind of drying up the planet and you know we're strip mining all the resources from the planet but without it we wouldn't have materia or power so I guess it's fine <laughs> right 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 and it's kind of like you know, where, where people, I mean, sorry, listener, but like, you know, when you drive a car and you're like filling it with petrol and you're like, yeah, this is probably fine. Like, I mean, I, I am not the main problem, right? Like if everyone's doing it, I mean, we're all the problem. We got to change. We got to stop this because we are literally letting Shinra just come into fruition right now. Woof. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am Tesla today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This episode sponsored by, you know what? <laughs> Calm down, buddy. <laughs> I, I was going to say what's kind of interesting um, interacting with people in this town. I don't think I noticed that as much the other times I played, but it reminds me of like those towns that are so removed from like what's happening in, in the world or the country. Like they kind of have an idea of what's going on and what's happening, but it's not like really affecting them. It's very similar to like a, an older movie trope from like the 80s where it's like it's not your problem until it comes to the town. Is it true that Shinra makes monsters? It's true. Yeah, well, either way, as long as we use reactors, we can't stand up to Shinra. Fuck! Jesus Christ, this is actually, like, really scary rhetoric. Like, really scary. Yeah. And very... I don't want to talk about it, never mind. <laughs> we made that promise, didn't we? <laughs> I hear that the natural resources near the reactors are being sucked dry. A little suck. <laughs> We're better off with the Mako energy. Oh, God! One thing that I found interesting was the, um, I don't know that I noticed this in Midgar and I'm not sure that it was there, but every home seemed to have this like kind of boiler makeup um, mm. in there that I thought might be um, like a miniature makeup reactor almost to power their homes. Um, and it kind of makes me think of like a propane tank versus a uh, gas line. So like in Midgar, you're like connected to the city. So you have like a natural gas line running to your house or in this case, a natural material line. But like, like for instance, where I live um, in the boonies of Vermont, uh, I have a propane tank and have to have like fuel trucked in to me. So like it kind of gave me that vibe. Mm. Yeah, I didn't pick up on that, but it makes a lot of sense. No idea if that's what's going on, but that's just kind of what I, you know, yeah. conjecture. Makes sense. Fits in. So this town didn't, uh, you know, it didn't have a ton of interesting things going on in it in terms of story beats. Um, we <clears throat> hit up the item shop. Uh, oh, we did get a new sword for Cloud that I have not had a chance to equip yet because we've been living in the past in this episode. Yep. Um, but Much like the town. Yeah. Um, poked up on some materia, bought some items. Hey, old man, this is the item store. You have so much gill. Dude, 
Get yourself something nice, kid. Ooh, what's Earth? Equips Earth magic. I don't have that. Who's this fucker? Weapon store. Hey, fucker. Hey, fuckers. This is the weapon store. Uh, well, this is dope. Hey, do you want to use not the buster sword anymore? Kind of. Ooh, it has three slots. Holy shit, we're swimming in slots now. I wish I could compare this to the peacemaker I just picked up. Uh, I guess I can, right? No, I can't because I don't have Barrett, so if I go to the items, it's gonna be like, yeah, this is a thing. Yeah, um, the fun thing about the cannonball is it's not ranged. He just kind of literally has a cannonball that he punches people with. Oh, I like the range. Oh, Mithril Claw. Gonna pick that up. Full Metal Staff. Full Metal Staff. Full Metal Staff. <laughs> it's bad I know exactly what you're doing. <laughs> Edward? You, you're the Full Metal Staff. Full Metal Staff. <laughs> Um, Full metal staff. <laughs> okay. So after exploring the town and kind of just getting a little bit more uh, information, we decide to head to the inn. All right. Well, that's calm. Cool. What a town. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my way. I'm not calm anymore. I'm running now. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Mr. Cloud. Your party is waiting for you on the second floor. Once in the inn, we meet up with Aerith, Tifa, Red 13, and Barrett uh, upstairs. Um, you talk to the guy at the counter, and he's like, Oh, you're Mr. Cloud. Your party's upstairs. Chris and I thought Mr. Cloud was a very funny. We had a nice chuckle. <laughs> oh, pinkies <laughs> out, dear chap. Um, we, uh, we went upstairs and uh, dove into some conversation, I believe. So we get upstairs, um, and because Cloud is the only one who seems to be connecting any dots at this point, Barrett was like, the fuck's going on? Tell us about it. Um, what's up with the headless spook in the Shinra building, Genova? And, right. You know, talk at us. So um, Cloud kind of is like, I guess I'll tell you my story about me, dot, 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 and Sephiroth. This seems like it was so long ago because so much happened. Yeah. Like just so much happened from the point where Cloud starts telling his story to where we end this episode. So fucking much exposition and story happens. It's so good. And you probably can hear me getting a little bit more excited about it as it comes out. But yeah. Cloud dives into his story and he was like, I used to like want to be like Sephiroth. I, I, I worked with Sephiroth. I knew him until that one day. Cloud starts talking about his backstory and he um, delves into kind of the first time he really like went on a mission with uh, Sephiroth. And that mission is to his hometown of uh, Nibelheim. Sorry to keep you waiting. Guess everyone's here now. So let's hear your story. You know, the one about Sephiroth and the crisis of the planet. Oh, fuck. I'm so ready. I'm so ready, Chris. Oh, I'm, I'm so ready for you let's to be ready. Let's hear it all. I used to want to be like Sephiroth, so I joined Soldier. After working with Sephiroth on several missions, we became friends. Oh, fuck. You call that a friend? Yeah, well, he was older than me and hardly ever talked about himself. So I guess you'd call us war buddies. We trusted each other. Until one day. One day? After the war, it was soldiers' duty to put down any resistance against the Shinra. That was five years ago. So Cloud's been in Soldier since he was... He's 21, we found out in the Young Bubby's room. So since he was at least 16? Jesus Christ, that's fucked up. Oh, fuck, flashback. 
So we get a flashback of uh, a kind of back of a caravan, like a truck or or something similar, uh, with three Shinra guards, one driving, two in the back with you, as well as uh, Cloud and Sephiroth. So you kind of have this view uh, from like the rear of the truck forward. You can see like a person driving. It's raining really heavily. And Cloud says as much. He kind of is looking out the back of the truck. He says, wow, it's raining really heavy. He walks around and talks to everyone in the truck. Sure is raining hard. This is the first time we've seen Sephiroth on screen. Oh, fuck. Um, is this blood all over the back of this? You see these pipes? Uh, have, yeah, like, this red you know, it, it could be. I guess if their job is putting down monsters, then... Oh, yeah, maybe they just throw in, um, throw, like, bloody corpses in the back. Hey, how are you doing? I'm alright. I wouldn't know. I've never had motion sickness. Oh. Uh, I love that they're intentionally doing this, so, like, just to, like, tease your cock a little bit about when you're gonna get to talk to Sephiroth, and just like, let's go counterclockwise, yeah. or clockwise, away from Sephiroth, and just talk to everyone who's not Sephiroth. So, Cloud is 16 at this point, and you get this personality from him that's very different from the rest of the time you've been playing as him. Right. It's very fascinating because he is very youthful and energetic in a way that he's not five years later, even though he's only 21. There's just a world of differences happened between 16 and 21. And I, I don't know, like if I looked back at between, like, I know I changed between 16 and 21. I don't know if I would have had the same dramatic change that cloud seemed to have had between 16 and 21. Like, I still feel like I was probably mostly who I was at 16, at age 21, but just a little bit, maybe a little bit more mature. A um, little bit better. Eh. <laughs> I'm still cooking. That's what I like to say. Um, so we go through this uh, kind of beginning of the caravan. You know, we talk to the first two guys, not a big deal. And then, holy shit, we start talking to Sephiroth. And Cloud is such a little nerd fanboy about it. It's adorable. Hey, settle down. They gave me some new materia. I can't wait to use it. Is he doing squats? Yeah! <laughs> Just like a kid. You gonna brief us about this mission? This isn't a typical mission. Good. Why do you say that? I joined Soldier to be like you. But by the time I made first class, the war was already over. My big hopes of becoming a hero like you ended with the war. I have, I have thoughts about this already. Yeah. Alright, so one thing I want to point out is that the war was in high swing when Earth's adopted mother, um, Elmira, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Elmira's husband was killed in the war. And that we don't know how long, I don't think we know how long it was going on before that point. So that was when Aerith was like very young. Yeah. So the war was happening for like probably 10-ish years. Because at this point, you know, is first class... And he said by the time he got to first class, the war was over. So I assumed, yeah, I don't have like a a coherent thought about it. It's just like interesting to kind of piece together. Yeah. The other thing that I definitely want to touch on uh, is uh, the heroification of of Sephiroth into like, I always find it very disturbing when kids are like, oh, I'm disappointed that the war is over because I wanted to be like you. And like, I'm always like a little bit happy if the person's just like what the fuck is wrong with you like you don't want to be like me i'm not a hero like i kill people kind of thing you know like yeah i feel like sephiroth's probably more on that side of the like i'm not a hero like don't look up to me but we'll see that's why i always sign up whenever there's a big mission kind of a way to prove myself say how do you feel mr mr sephiroth <laughs> yeah don't don't forget that emphasis i thought you wanted a briefing our mission is to investigate an old mako reactor There have been reports of it malfunctioning and producing brutal creatures. First, we will dispose of those creatures. Then we'll locate the problem and neutralize it. 
Brutal creatures. Where? The Mako reactor at Nibelheim. Nibelheim. That's where I'm from. Oh, fuck! Fuck! Oh my god! Exposition! <laughs> fuck, I completely forgot that Cloud's not from Midgar. Shit. Hmm. Hometown. He's like, alright kid, uh, there's two things we gotta go check out. There's a monster that's been terrorizing the town, and there's a Makar reactor that's on the fritz and nearby to, in this town. So, stage one, find the monster, slay it. Stage two, go to the reactor, fix it, basically. We kind of have an easy time with the monster, uh, because suddenly the truck hits it, and the Shinra guard driving turns around and goes, Mr. Sephiroth, we hit something unknown! And Sephiroth just kind of stands up, and he's like, well, uh, that'll be our monster! He's so cool. Uh, it breaks into a um, a battle there where fucking you get to control Cloud alongside Sephiroth. You're fighting a fucking dragon. Oh, fuck. S sir, something strange just crashed into the truck. <sighs> that would be our monster. Do I get to fight? Do I get to fight with Sephiroth? <gasps> oh, no. Damn it. I was so excited. Oh. <gasps> I am so excited. Oh my god. I get to fight. Fuck. I'm fighting a fucking dragon with Sephiroth right now, and it took him two fucking hits to kill it. It's just a chance for them to be like, hey, look how much you suck next to Sephiroth. The other thing that sucks about this point is your level one. Yep. Five years ago. Yep. That makes me feel a lot worse about only being like level 13. <laughs> I might be 15 now. No, no. You're much higher. You're past 20 at this point. Am I? I think so. We'll have to check the save I file. I might need to grind. <laughs> I'm going to put in a little beep noise here while we check the save file. Not going to do that. Beep. <laughs> That's just for Chris. So you're still level five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I fucked up. Um, we, uh, we get into this fight with a dragon, and you like take one hit at it, and it's like, you did 140 damage. And you're like, yeah, hell yeah, I did. You did 14 damage. Oh, boy. <laughs> 140 is Cloud's HP, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're like, yeah, you did 14 damage. Tight, 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 tight. And then fucking Sephiroth takes two attacks against the dragon, each well over... 3,000. 3,000, right? For just a sword attack. No magic used in this fight. Dragon dies. Yep. Monster slain. NBD. Yeah. Cool. His stance is so cool, too. Fucking tight. Oh, he's so cool. It's unreal. Um, the other thing that I found interesting about this point was actually getting to see how big Masamune is in comparison to the Buster Sword. Because, like, everyone's like, oh, the Buster Sword's a comically large sword. Which and it is. It is. It for sure is. But I think it's more of the girth uh, <laughs> rather than the length. What's the matter, Chris? No, I didn't say anything. Look me in the eyes while I talk to you about girth and length. Tell me about the girth. <laughs> so, the girth, so the girth is... <laughs> God damn it, I broke <laughs> So, uh, the girth of the Buster Sword is quite, quite large, but the length isn't, I guess, abs too absurd? It is really ridiculous, but it's not as absurd as Masamune, which appears to be well over five feet in length as a skinny katana blade. My favorite thing is, how fuck does he draw that? Yeah. Like, I, I, I would love to watch, like, and hey, listener, if there's a video that someone's made on, like, YouTube or anything um, of someone, like, making the sword and trying to draw it, Please send it to us, because that would be hilarious to watch. I, I mean, in the Shinner Tower, when you find the sword, Cloud does say Sephiroth is the only one who's able to wield that. That's true. And after watching him, yeah, sure. Yeah. I see it. Adds up. 
So we beat the monster with very little impact of anything. Yep. And uh, you pull up to a town and kind of see uh, Sephiroth standing at the Shinra guards off to his side. And then you're like kind of looking over Cloud's shoulder. Once you hit the town, he's like, how does it feel to be back in a hometown? And Cloud's like, uh, it's fine, I guess. And Sephiroth's like, I wouldn't know. I don't have a hometown. Cloud's Ask like, me about myself. What about your parents? And Sephiroth's like, well, I'm fucking not on the list. My mom's Genova. Bam, 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 bam. Fucking mic drops. What? What? <laughs> How does it feel? It's your first time back to your hometown in a long time, right? So this town looks real fucking abandoned. So, how does it feel? I wouldn't know because I don't have a hometown. Jesus. Uh, how about your parents? My mother is Genova. (laughs) Fuck, that's the apostrophe S. Oh, no. Is she really? My mother is Genova. She died right after she gave... Fuck, I'm just remembering something from fucking Advent Children. It's Genova they're looking for, right? The, the, like, the Turks, and they're like, Where's mother? I mean, you can't say anything, obviously, but I remember someone screaming, Where's mother? <laughs> and I was even like, that's weird. <laughs> My mother is Genova. She died right after she gave birth to me. My father, Dots. Oh, he's laughing. That's not good. Oh boy, I'm very upset. Head shake. What does it matter? Alright, let's go. The Mako smells pretty bad here. I had flashbacks to watching Advent Children at this point and remembered the Turks um, fighting Cloud on motorcycles and screaming, where's mother? I, that's like all I remember. You're combining so many characters in your head. Do you love it? <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> I can't wait to watch Advent Children again. Oh, I'm so stoked. But, um... Back to uh, the Sephiroth kind of dropping the bomb about uh, Genova being his mom. It clicked a couple of things together. So uh, last episode, I, I noticed that uh, when Cloud was having his little bit of a you know mental panic in front of uh, Genova's tank in the Shinra building, he says Sephiroth's apostrophe S, and it stuck out to me because it's weird. And um, it kind of clicked that and the Where's Mother thing from Advent Children from fucking way back in my mind. Where's Mother? Where's Mother? Um, And I was like, oh shit, that's right. Like, I feel like I knew that deep down in my heart somewhere that Genova was maybe Sephiroth's mom, but I don't know. Like, it must have been part of Advent Children, the fucking whatever storyline that was, aside from being in Crystal Caves. We still haven't met the vampire dude in this game. (laughs) Who's the vampire dude coming into it? So uh, Sephiroth says, my mom's name is Genova. So he he believes at this point that his mom was a woman named Genova who uh, died shortly after his birth, probably told to him by his dad, and then he doesn't seem to care for his dad very much or respect him. Not really sure. Um, That's just kind of inference. Uh, And then at that point, Sephiroth is kind of like, yeah, whatever. Anyway, let's let's go hang out at the inn for the evening and uh, we'll get started in the morning. By the way, you can go hang out with your family and friends. Go like visit the town, talk to your family. And you're like, yeah, 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 cool. The town was quiet. Everyone must be in their houses, afraid to come out because of the monsters. No, maybe they're afraid of us. Oh, fuck. We leave for the reactor at dawn. Make sure you get to sleep early. That's the fucking well! Yeah. Wait. Fuck. Didn't we see a flashback of Tifa's father with Sephiroth's sword in his back? Oh no, are we about to- Oh no. Oh shit, Chris. All we need is one lookout, so you others get some rest. Oh, and 
you may visit your family and friends. I think the first the first thing we did was go into the inn just to kind of get a feel for what was going on. Just want to see if I can talk to Sefi. This is an inn. Yeah, whole inn's booked up by Shinra for the night. Cloud? Is it you, Cloud? Do my old eyes deceive? <laughs> it must have been two years. Say you've really moved up in the world, being under Severoth's command. <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> yeah. We talked to a person uh, to the left of the innkeeper, and that person's name is... Zangan. Zangan. Zangief. <laughs> Zangan, uh, we find out, is a... A martial arts master who travels the world and teaches martial arts to children, which isn't weird. Don't make it weird, listener. I was going to say sign me up for that, but then you made it weird. I didn't make it weird. I said don't make it weird, specifically. And who are you, princess? <laughs> I'm Zangan. I travel around the world teaching children martial arts. What a job! I have 128 students all over the world. In this town, a girl named Tifa is my student. <gasps> Dope! So this is Tifa's master? Yeah. What's that? Yeah, I said, what a baller. Oh, he's such a baller. Did you say Tifa? Tifa has good sense. She'll be a powerful fighter. Oh, hop! <laughs> you know how you just cartwheel over people? If I could, I would. I want to see some Shinra techniques. And if you see anything you can use, you might want to incorporate some of my techniques. Well, good luck. <laughs> Why don't you teach me some techniques, motherfucker? Uh, we head upstairs and find Sephiroth just chilling in his room-ish kind of thing, like looking out over the window. And he's just like, you gotta, we gotta be up uh, early tomorrow. Are you ready for bed? And you can either say like, yeah, ready for bed or not yet. It's still <laughs> early. Uh, we chose the it's still early option because I assumed that it would continue the story uh, aggressively if we chose the other option. Uh, so we tried to go to the um, mountains. Couldn't. Well, Tifa's dad was hanging out there. And then we talked to Tifa's dad. This mansion. This mansion. This mansion. Full metal mansion. <laughs> no, I'll come here later. All right. Where? Full metal mansion. <laughs> Full metal mansion. Hmm? You from Shinra? That's right. Who are you? I'm the town's... Dots. Dots. Aren't you Cloud? Don't you know me? Dot, dot, dot. You're Tifa's... <gasps> right. I'm Tifa's father. Stay away from my daughter. No, it's just a dad. <laughs> just be a dad. Just do your dad voice. All right, one second. I just got to get in the zone. <laughs> Barbecue. Grilling. Can you smell it? Uh, can you smell what the dad is cooking? Stay away from my daughter. We don't need the Shinra's help to protect our town. Get fucked. Up ahead is <laughs> Mount Neville. He's like, leave my fucking daughter alone, Cloud. And he's like, really pissed about it, uh, about like her involvement at all with Soldier and Shinra, it seems like. And I'm sure that turns out extremely well for him, that attitude. So we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll touch on that soon. Join us on the next episode to see how Tifa's dad ends up. I don't even think that's, that, that's this episode. We're going to talk about that in like 20 minutes. Stay tuned, listeners. <laughs> um, so we uh, we get kind of cussed out by Tifa's dad, and then we're like, all right, let's go check out more buildings. <laughs> so we check out uh, Cloud's mom's house slash Cloud's house, and he's like, my mom was a vibrant woman. She was always just like just the same. Like it had been two years since I last saw her, but she was just the same woman. Then she died a few days later. Oh, no. This is... This is my house. It has nothing to do with what happened five years ago. Yo, wait, I want to hear. Me too. It's been a long time, right? Tell us more. You saw your family, right? All right. Yeah, I fucking want to know. I don't know if you'd call it a family. 
My father died when I was still young. Oof, dot 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 died sounds interesting. That's why my mom lived alone in this house. Yeah, I saw my mom. My mom, she was a vibrant woman. Hadn't changed at all. But a few days later, she died. Oh, fuck. Chris. But when I saw her, she looked fine. Fuck. She was poisoned by the funny smelling Mako, my man. <laughs> Mama Cloud. Hi, Mom. That's weird. You look so handsome. There was that, like, and then the white, and now he's suddenly sitting on the stairs. Mm. So, is this a soldier uniform? Mom, I... Okay. Happened again. My, how you've grown. I'll bet the girls never leave you alone. I'm worried about you. There are a lot of temptations in this city. <laughs> I'd feel a lot better if you just settled down with a nice girlfriend. I'm alright. You should have an older girlfriend. One that'll take care of you. I think that would be best for you. Another flash, and now we're at a different point. Are you eating right? I'm alright. Company takes care of me. Is that so? I know you can't cook. I've been worried sick about you. Cloud? It's happening again, like, rapidly. You know, Cloud. Oh, boy. Isn't that right, Cloud? Oh, boy. I'll always be your mother. This is really upsetting. Let's stop this. I think that was uh, Cloud's mind just, like, not being able to comprehend or, like, get back to that point. I'm sure Cloud has a very healthy mental... Yeah, he seems real good. He seems real mentally stable. So you kind of uh, just see, like, several flashes of um, Cloud's mother kind of uh, worrying about him, just being like, I wish you wouldn't be in Soldier. Like, I wish you would just, you know, settle down with a nice girl. You should find someone older than you who can care for you. You can, you, you like, it's time for you to just chill out. Like, I can't, like, you can't cook. Are you eating well? Like, just kind of, for the most part, typical worrying mom stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of, like, several flashes through that. And then it starts flashing faster and faster and faster. And then Cloud's finally just like, I, I can't. Like, it's too much. Like, I thought the flashes were weird at first, like weird, like, oh, it's just like gaps in his memory, but I think he's just kind of, you know, trying to move past it because his mom definitely has passed away at this point. So he was basically just raised by a single mom, seemingly no siblings, just him and his mom. Um, and uh, it was it was, it was was really good. It was just, uh, it was a lot to take in all at once. Yeah. Next up, <laughs> we go to Tifa's house. And Tifa's like, you went to my house? And you're like, sure did. <laughs> sure did. And then you kind of poke around on the first floor, don't find much. And then you go upstairs and she's like, you went upstairs, Cloud? And she's like, sure did. And then you like poke around in some of the rooms and then you get to Tifa's room. And it's like, you went to my room, Cloud? He's like, yeah. Yeah, I did. And poke around and he's like investigating her bed. And then uh, you find a letter on her You desk. played the piano first. Oh, I did play the piano. She's like, did you play the piano, Cloud? And you get the options of like, I fucking jammed out. Or like, yeah, I played it a little. And then, um, <laughs> No, I, didn't touch it. <laughs> I, uh, I chose, I played it a little. Um, Claude tries to play a scale, doesn't quite play it right. Did you play my piano? Yeah, I jammed just a little. I can read sheet music too, you know. Do. Ray. Me. T. That's not right. <laughs> T. La. Cloud, did you read the notes on my desk? (laughs) Yeah, I did. I read it. It was a letter addressed to Tifa from the son of the guy that runs the general store. 
Tifa, how are you? I just arrived in Midgar eight days ago. Yesterday, all of the Nibelheim got together to welcome me. The only person that we couldn't get a hold of was Cloud. But everyone said he wasn't really that close to us, so even if we asked, he probably wouldn't have come anyway. Well, enough about him. Midgar is really something, but to tell you the truth, I feel so behind on everything, so out of it. Even the rooms of people in the slums are clean. Right now I'm living in the slums, but I plan to move to a really nice room, like the ones I've seen in magazines, once I make some money. But to do that, I guess I'll have to find a job first. That's right, I still haven't found a job yet. You know, in eight days? Yeah, that's fine, dude. I lied to my parents and told them that I found a great job with Shinra Inc. I wonder if it's too late to go back. Sometimes I think I should have taken over my parents' store. I just made it here to Midgar, but all I think about is Nibelheim. Hey Tifa, is that stupid old water tower still working? Is the old man at the inn doing well? Are my parents still at the shop every day? Have any monsters attacked? And most of all, how are you Tifa? It feels like I haven't seen you for years. We were all talking about you last night. Everyone likes you, but because everyone idolizes you, I couldn't very well stab them in the back. I always acted cool, but actually I was just afraid of being jilted. Wow, if I keep running like this, this will become a love letter. So I think I'll stop there. Take care. I'll write again. P.S. Write me back, okay? What a weird letter. It feels important. After we finish reading the letter, we decide to go, uh, well, all I was doing was pressing X. Like Don't bring me room. into this. <laughs> all I was doing was pressing X all around the room. Wasn't really sure what was going to happen. And I pressed X against Tifa's wardrobe. Did you look at my clothes, Cloud? Received. Orthopedic underwear. What the fuck did I just receive? Orthopedic underwear. Why? Orthopedic underwear. Cloud! <laughs> it's true. Just kidding. Don't get mad. 100% got It is true, Tifa. Cl Cloud. We're talking about something really important here. I really hope when I go look at my inventory, I have orthopedic underwear. What the fuck are orthopedic underwear? So we got some orthopedic underwear. Tifa's like, Cloud, come on, did you really? And Cloud's like, yeah, they're mine. Like, I kept them. Just stuck them in his back pocket. I have them still. You kind of move on, but what the hell? Um, one thing I need to do now that we're back in the, in the current time is check my inventory and see if I have a key item there that I was not expecting. Because that'd be hilarious and also really weird. So from Tifa's house, uh, we kind of leave. And I think that was the last house. No, there was one more house and it was a woman with two children. Oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, you're part of soldier. Oh, I'm sorry. It's you, Cloud. I didn't recognize you. Cloud? Shinra! 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 Soldier! What the fuck is happening? Salsa! <laughs> Are you going to kill the monsters? <laughs> Are you going to? Probably. <laughs> Cloud, you've grown up to be a strong man. Thanks, dude. I'm gonna leave because your kids are creeping me the fuck out. <laughs> So I think the last thing I can do is go back to the Sephiroth and go to sleep. Cloud goes down for the night. Um, <laughs> he uh, takes a nap. Uh, Sephiroth's like, hey, I'm not waking you up in the morning. Like, you better be on time. Next time on First Encounter, we'll play to the end of Cloud's memory and get ready to leave calm. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you then.